This podcast is part of the Acast Creator Network. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello and welcome to The Stand with Eamon Dunphy. Now it's been a very important Premier League weekend. Arsenal playing Liverpool, who have been a very difficult team for Arsenal to beat in recent years, but they got the job done and they are top of the league. It was also the weekend of the European Championship draw for next year and we are in a group with France the Netherlands, Greece and Gibraltar. It's uh, regarded as a very tough group for obvious reasons. France and the Netherlands are powerful footballing nations. But before we talk about that, we're going to talk about the Premier League and I'm joined by John Giles and Liam Brady to do just that. John, let me ask you first about the Arsenal game, Arsenal-Liverpool. It looks, and even Jurgen Klopp had conceded before this game, that they weren't going to be contending for the championship after this game. It's certain they won't be contending for the championship and they'll have to work pretty hard and much better than, and play much better than they played yesterday to make the top four. Yeah, it's, it's not Liverpool, Eamon. You know, the Liverpool that we know and, uh, and have admired over the last few years. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm surprised they're making the comment even before the match. Eamon. Yeah. You know, we're not going, well, how do you know? I mean, if you get on the run, as, as other teams have done, at least try and get on the run. I mean, I'm surprised they're making that comment yeah. in, in the position that they're in. I mean, there's a lot of matches to go in the, in the season, but uh, Arsenal did their stuff, I mean, You know, Arsenal have a good attitude this season. They wouldn't be, obviously, wouldn't be on top of the table if they didn't. Uh, young players coming through, getting, getting a bit older and a bit mature and getting well able to play in the Premiership now. So, I thought Arsenal deserved to win it. Um, yeah, uh, Liam, a very good performance, great start. Martinelli scoring in the first minute with a lot of help from Trent Alexander-Arnold. But they looked as if they believed they could win, which is something that hasn't always been the case when they played the big teams, particularly Liverpool. Well, I think the start they got to the season, Eamon, when they won the first five, yes. um, has given them that kind of belief and confidence. Uh, the Manchester United game was a setback, but they didn't play at all badly. They played quite well and they were a little bit naive. They were poor defensively, as as we've discussed on the podcast before, uh, for the United goals, for a couple of the United goals. But they've overcome that and they've had some 
well, they've had two very difficult matches back to back, and they've they've come through with flying colours. You know, they beat Spurs well, and you'd have to say you beat Liverpool well. I thought Liverpool, uh, after they went behind, were looked a bit like. The Liverpool of all, they were dangerous. The strikers were getting down the sides of Arsenal. Um, but, you know, Arsenal fought back, maybe got maybe got a, a fortunate penalty. It looked a bit harsh to yes, me. Yeah. I, I don't think you could you could say they didn't deserve it because the, the, they dominated Liverpool in that, you know, last half hour of the match and, uh, and they went on to win it. Liverpool, as, as uh, John says, is, is just... Don't look like themselves, you know. Salah was very poor again. Uh, most people seem to have worked him out what he's going to try and do with the ball, but yes. he's not. He's you know he's he's just not firing, and and the midfield was was poor. I thought Arsenal dominated in there as well with Partey and Jacker uh, against Henderson and Thiago. I thought Arsenal were better than them. Yes, uh, and in in the end, deserve it. Uh, deserved win and they're, they're playing great you have to say they're playing great um, and John the question of Liverpool's defence is worth mentioning because I was talking to you during the game uh, Trent Alexander-Arnold one of the most brilliant talents to emerge in recent years when he has the ball at his feet and he's going forward but now he can't really defend at all. He was at fault for the two Arsenal goals that came from play, badly at fault too, and he doesn't appear to be even working on it, and he doesn't appear to be being coached. I, the, what he did yesterday for the goals, it was like a midfield player, which he was, who converted to fullback but never really learned how to play the position and had no instinct for the position. Well, that's, I think I think that has always been the case with him, uh, Eamon. But I, I was amazed, was it last week or so, where Klopp was saying, uh, I don't understand the criticism of Alexander. He doesn't see any any fault in him at all. Um, yeah. And I think what's happened now with, with Liverpool, when they were playing really well, obviously they were attacking more than they are now. Yes, and so pressing he, more. He, he, yeah. Yeah, so he was coming into his best. I mean, going forward, he's absolutely brilliant. His distribution is is is, is brilliant. Uh, but he's a fullback. But when Liverpool were on top, which they were most of the season and most of the matches, then he was in his element. He was doing things. He was making goals and that. And he wasn't didn't have to defend. Now it's a different Liverpool this season. They're not playing as well, and they have to defend more. And I think he's, he's been shown, shown up because of that, Emily. As you, I, I quite agree with you that I, defensively, I don't think he has a clue. Yeah. I mean, the goals that he conceded, well, he helped to concede yesterday was was like basic stuff for a defender. So I think he's paying the price for it. Or Liverpool are paying the, paying the price for it now when they when they're not attacking, they're not playing as well as they were in previous seasons. Yeah, Liam, it's a dramatic kind of, they were the champions, they could have won all four trophies last year, Premier League, Champions League and the two cups in England. In the end, they just won the two cups, beaten in the final of the Champions League, beaten 1-0 by a very good Real Madrid team. But they dive down the table now and the energy and the pressing is all gone. They didn't really press and as you said, in the midfield, they look old. 
And the only player he had to bring on was Fabinho, who looks older than even Henderson, who I like as a player, but they look like an aging team. They are the third oldest team in the Premier League on the age metric. So it's only going one way for them at the moment, isn't it? Yeah, I think the balloon as well and truly burst him and that, that balloon that was fantastic for so many years, yes. you know, yes. pressing, uh, the attacking play, the two fullbacks, okay, Robertson's not, not uh, he's injured at the moment, they're missing him, yes. uh, Samacro I don't think is a is a good uh, is a good replacement for him. I think he's a weakness as well. He's not a very good defender either. So uh, you've got two fullbacks and Trent Alexander uh, and him who really are not not very good defenders. And Liverpool are getting exposed this season. And Salah's not firing. Mane is gone. They haven't got the goals that they used to be able to score. I don't know what it is, Eamon. I don't know whether Klopp is kind of deflated. He, he certainly looks like it. Um, you know, dare I say, I wouldn't be surprised if there's a parting of the ways at the end of the season here because um, I don't know. They don't seem to have recovered from that defeat against Real Madrid in the in the in the Champions League final. And let's not forget that it was Trent Alexander as well. Who yep. Benitez just kept around the back of him that he didn't see him and. He didn't see uh, Martinelli yesterday on the first goal, and his defending for the second goal was, was well, it was, uh, as John said, it was. He ran past the player with the ball. Well, yeah, he just ran in behind and, and kind of made Martinelli's mind up to come inside. Yeah. He didn't do the. Uh, he didn't do his fellow defender any favours at all. So I, I think the the balloon is well and truly burst, and the manager looks looks deflated, and so do the players. And uh, certainly for the league, I don't, I don't think they can get it back to to make any sort of challenge. And even for the top four, there must be a question mark. Um, but they could come good, you know, in the Champions League uh, yeah. when that resumes. When that resumes again in, in, in February or March, whenever. Right. Uh, just on the Arsenal team now, Liam, you weren't convinced when I asked you about a month ago. You said you had reservations. And I suppose even though they are top of the league now, it's right to have reservations because there's big clubs behind them, Chelsea, Spurs, and of course Manchester City are there as well. But have you sort of revised your opinion now? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm very happy, Eamon, I have to say. Yeah, I'm very happy watching them play. They're playing, as we've, uh, as John and I have just mentioned, they're playing with a lot of confidence, a lot of belief. Uh, they've, they've come up since against two, two teams in Tottenham and, and, and Liverpool. That's the, the very top of the, of, yep. of the test. Uh, and they've passed it. So uh, the, the signings have made a hell of a difference. Jesus, again, yes. even though he didn't score, uh, Eamon was very influential in the match. And Martinelli, Saka, playing really, really well too. Defence is much better. Although, you know, Gabriel still got a mistake in him. He yes. made a mistake uh, for the for Liverpool's first goal. Um uh, I'm confident, let's say I'm confident that we'll get in the top four this season, Eamon. Right. Uh, John, Arsenal and in particular Xhaka, who I think all three of us have thought was a, head, a headbanger, a loose cannon, bound to be booked in every match almost and get involved in all kinds of nonsense. He seems to be doing his job now. He seems to be more disciplined in his play and 
Jesus has made a big difference, I think. And it's it's not just been good for Arsenal. It's been good for Jesus because that City, I think Pep didn't really play him as a centre-forward. But he looks happy now and very committed. I think he's a very good player, Eamon. Yep. I, I think at City he wasn't, as you said there, he wasn't played in the centre-forward position that he's playing with Arsenal. And he's a natural centre-forward. Yep. He's really done his stuff. And it's uh, it was a, a, a terrific signing for uh, Arsenal. Yeah, you know, yeah. Arteta obviously probably probably knew him. Was he there when he was at yeah, City? Oh, he was, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so he, he knew what he was getting. And he, and he has played him centre-forward. And he's been he's been a huge success for him. So that's that's a big that's a biggie for 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 Arsenal, and uh, you know they're, they're playing as a team now. I mean, uh, their confidence they won if they won against big teams now, uh, and you need to do that to get on really get on your way. And, and so far, so good for them. They're, they're, they've really done well. I think Arteta Arteta's done a really big job for them this year. Yeah, and you agree with Liam, I think, and I certainly do that Gabriel. The centre half does have a mistake in him. He could have given a penalty away yesterday. He did handle a ball. Uh, the penalty wasn't given, but he does have a mistake in him, doesn't he, John? He's a bit, uh, a bit anxious to get at the at the centre forward or any of the players around him. I mean, he's not he's not cool, not cool headed anyway. That's for sure. No. But um, he's one of those straightforward. If the ball is there, he goes to win it, and that can be most times okay. I mean, but if the mistake is there, it comes out. Yeah. At some stage, unfortunately. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Now, Liam, Manchester City... Haaland scored. He only scored one. I think he's. I think he's gone. Um, he hit the post as well. It was a comfortable win against Southampton. I'd have to say that I thought Gavin Bazunu, Ireland's goalkeeper, was brilliant, and it would have been a lot more only for him. But they do look really 
impossible to stop in the league. They're all playing well, really well. Foden, De Bruyne, Cancelo was the man of the match and scored their first goal. They look way ahead of anyone else. Would you agree? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, Eamon. But, you know, they haven't played. They played... Uh, the big clubs. Well, I'm not so talking about the big clubs. They played Man United, who's a big club, and Man United are on a bit of a run as well. We know they yeah. won again last night. Uh, but they destroyed United. So, yeah, you would have to hold your hands up and say, well, I don't really know who can stop them, you know. Uh, but we've seen with City in the past, and it can show a little bit of complacency. They've lost some funny games down down through the seasons, and uh, also when they come up against the better sides in the Champions League, uh, they've had their problems as yes. well. That's that's the only uh, thing I can hang on to, Eamon. Otherwise, <laughs> otherwise you you'd have to hold your hands up and say, well, no, they're impossible to stop. Foden has been. Brilliant this year, hasn't he? Yes, you know, and yes. uh, you know, you, they've got Haaland in the mix there as well. Twenty goals already this season is quite incredible, and in the whole competition. Yeah, uh, John City look obvious favourites, and it could have been a lot more. Gavin Bazuma really played really outstandingly well for Southampton, but they look like a machine. They play Liverpool at home next Sunday. I would. Obviously, look forward to the game, but uh, any Liverpool fan who's thinking about the game would have fears as well. Yeah, well, they're going well, Eamon. But, uh, you know, it's one game at a time. You never know. Liverpool could get back to their best for, on the day. Uh, but they, they, they've been certainly the team informed the season. And, uh, you know, with the, <laughs> the new goal scorer, Eamon, is, is, is fantastic. You know, yeah. I mean, it's funny, last year they, they, they scored more goals in Liverpool without a goal scorer, I mean, so this fellow now yes. is, is, a, is a machine and Foden is, is, is maturing as a player. I think Bernardo Silva is is, is vital to them. And yes. I think he's the real creative player in the middle of the field and sometimes he hasn't played him and, and I think they miss him badly. You know, De Bruyne is doing what he's doing, making goals now and... and I don't think he has the responsibility of playing as a real midfield player now, De Bruyne, which has helped him. But uh, Bernardo Silva is, is is crucial in the middle of the field for them. But they're the team, they're the team at the moment, and but it can be a, as we know, it can be a long, hard season and things yes. change. You never know. But at the moment, they look favourites. Okay, John Tottenham. I watched the game at Brighton. They won one nil. They scored early, and well, they scored after twenty minutes. There wasn't much happening after that, and it was a kind of typical Tottenham Conte performance. Got the goal, shut up shop, give very little away. Matt Doherty played, started the game because they had Romero, I think, injured. But they don't really look as you'd expect a, a title contending team to look, or even the top four. They've looked. Very, very sluggish, and they look sluggish again, even though they got the three points on Saturday, John. Yeah, I think they had an upset, I mean, I think their fitness guru died very he suddenly. He did, of leukemia, 61-year-old, yes, that's yeah, right. and it seemed to affect them very, very badly on the on the day, I mean, I, yes. I mean Conte and that, they seem to be very, very close. Uh, but, I, I, yeah, I don't think Spurs are the contenders of like, well, no. certainly like Manchester City wanted to us. I think he's done a really, really great job with what he has. Yes, yeah. We, we know he has Son and he has, has, has Harry and 
Uh, he's, he's a couple of forward players who can score goals, as we know. But if you look through the team, in midfield particularly, you can't see a creative force there. Um, no. You can see workers. And they're all working hard, and he has them all working hard. And I think he gets results purely from the way he gets the players to, to, to really put everything into the game. I mean, he doesn't have the talent that, say, Liverpool have, certainly Manchester City have, even Arsenal. You know, he doesn't have that talent in his team. Yes. And they're working hard. I think they're fighting, you know, above, above their weight, to be quite honest. But um, it's work, 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 Eamon. Yeah. You know? The, the, Liam, the fitness coach was Italian Gian Piero Vertroni. He died on Thursday. He was 61. Uh, he'd been the fitness coach with Conte for a long time. He died of leukemia. And I suppose that can affect lads and their morale in a, in a you know, in for obvious uh, reasons. But as a team, Liam, you saw, got a close-up view of them when they played Arsenal. They looked sluggish. They just don't have enough quality. If you take Son and Kane out of it, not a lot of quality in their team to be in any way title contenders and top four would be a good result. Yeah, I think so, Eamon. Uh, you know, who knows what's been going on behind the scenes there. Perhaps this illness of this man, he must have been, he had leukemia, he didn't yes. die suddenly. So this has probably been hanging over the dressing room yes. for, for quite a while. And perhaps that's, that's you know, some reason they haven't been firing on all cylinders. Tottenham, they've been getting results, as John says, because they're functional and uh, uh, they're well-organized. Conte always has his team well-organized. So, uh, and with Hardy Kane and, and Song, and at the moment with Charleston, the three forwards, they're always capable of hitting, hitting teams on the break. I thought they played well in the first half, half an hour against Brighton, and they should have maybe been two or three up. Yeah. Um, but they, they fell back, maybe, you know, this thing's been on their minds. They fell back, and Brighton got on top of the game, but they never really got in behind Spurs. Spurs as Conte would have them very, very well organised. So maybe maybe there's more to come from Spurs, Eamon, than, than we're seeing at the moment. You know, yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't write them off totally as 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 title contenders. They could they could hit they could hit form, they could you know, they could start scoring goals uh because of the forward line they've got. You know, I think they're gonna be in the top four all season. But whether they can keep up the pace with Man City uh, is is very hard to see whether any any team can do it. It's very hard to see. Yeah, John. Just to move on to Chelsea with their new uh, coach now, the, the man who was at Brighton, who we always admired and admired his teams. A comfortable win over Wolves in the end, three nil. They're in fourth position, but there's chopping and changing going on, and it's not clear to me what his final team is going to be. Well, he's got a lot of talent, Damon, you know, yeah. as we know. But, and Kante, one has to say, is, is injured, hamstring injury, which is no yeah. help at all, is it, John, given his quality? No. I, th- I think with, uh, with Potter, the new manager, yeah. Damon, could be the ideal man uh, to go in at this particular time. Yeah. You know, Tuchel was, was a bit erratic. I mean, very good manager, as we know, but a bit erratic, I'd say, with the players. I think this fellow's calmer and... Uh, might get more out of the players that's there. I mean, he's had a few injuries, but there's a lot of talent there, as we know, Eamon, at, at, at Chelsea. Yeah. And it's a question of just getting it harnessed, harness it, and and I, I think they'd be they'd be a really dangerous team 
yeah, they might they might be back too far now to to make it up. But you never know. But I think the, the Potter has been excellent uh, in his previous club, and I think he, he's he's a sensible individual, quite calm. I think he might get the best out of these guys. Because yeah. there's a lot of talent there, I mean, you know. Liam, Graham Potter did a fantastic job at Brighton, which we we all acknowledged, uh, and did it really with no big budget signings or anything like that. It's a different thing going to a big club with a lot of money than managing a club like Brighton with very little, isn't it? The demands and pressures are different. And this owner at uh, Chelsea, this new American owner, doesn't look as if he's the... The easiest guy to work for either. No, Ted Bowley, well, he didn't yeah. waste much time in getting rid of Tuchel, did he? But, uh, you know, I think he wanted to pick his own man, Bolly, uh, yeah. And I think Tuchel helped him do that by his antics on the sideline, particularly against Spurs and Conte uh, when he lost the head completely. Uh, but I think Potter rested a lot of players yesterday. I mean, I think, the, you know, the word rotate, uh, that yeah. came into his mind. Uh, they had a very, very good win and in midweek against Milan, that's uh, right. To yep. get them back on track in the Champions League, uh, and so he, you know, he changed the team around, and they performed really well against Wolves. You know, the, it could have been seven the amount of chances they created. Yep. I watched the highlights of that, and they they could have scored about seven goals. Uh, Pulisic come back in, Havertz, uh, Conor Gallagher, the young lad in midfield, he got a run out. He made one of the goals. Uh, so I think he's, as John said, he's got a very, very talented squad of players there. Okay, he's lost Rudiger at the back, and that's a big loss. So uh, uh, we'll have to see against the better teams how the defence copes. But I think Potter is doing a very, very good job, and I thought the team spirit uh, that they showed against Milan and Wolves with totally different personnel kind of proved that they're buying into what Potter's brought to the club. Yep. And I have to say, just to back up what you said about uh, rotating, uh, Bamiyang, Sterling and Chilwell were all on the bench, left on the bench and were not used uh, as subs. Uh, well, just, that's the point we're making, Amy. Yes. He's a very talented bunch of players, hasn't he? You know? Yeah, yeah. So. Now, Manchester United, Everton. John, Everton have a real job on their hands to stay in the division, even though they're not down near the bottom uh, when you look at the table. They're not too far out of trouble. And United, I thought, were good on the night. They got a great start. This young Brazilian lad, Anthony, scored. He scored three goals in his first three games for Manchester United, which hasn't been done in the Premier League era. What did you make of United, John? And Ronaldo back to score his 700th goal. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's 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 incredible. I mean, you know, he can still do it. Um, but from as far as well, I'll talk about Everton first. I thought they were very poor. I mean, very. It was yeah. a really poor performance. You feel sorry uh, for Frank uh, Lampard, yeah. You know, and they got a good start. I mean, they 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 went in front. Yep. You know, they scored after five minutes, and you think, well, they're going to do something, but they got worse and worse and worse as the, as, the, as the first half went on, and obviously, uh, man, you got better and better. They, they, they well deserve to win Manchester United and I thought a worrying really worrying performance for Frank Lampard right uh, Liam I don't know if you saw the match I saw the goals I saw the highlights you know yeah. you, have to, you have to give Casemiro did well for he Ronaldo did very goal. well he, he did took, very well he took the ball off of Wobie you know that's what he does so well he breaks things up 
but it was also a very good pass in behind Steve, uh, Seamus Coleman and and he and he was away, uh, Ronaldo. And yeah. I thought Pickford was poor to let him beat him at his near post, but it was a good strike. And you know what a player, seven hundred goals. It's uh, <laughs> incredible. Yeah. You know that we've had we've had the pleasure of watching him all the, all this time. Uh, but United, yeah, what I saw the highlights deserved to win. They were the team that made the most chances. Um, so uh, yeah, there's, you know they bounced back after that setback. Yeah, they had a you know had a, had a poor performance in Cyprus, but they ended up winning the match. Now they've gone to Everton and won. That's been a bit of a bogey ground for them in recent years. Yeah. So they'd be pleased about that, and they're lying fifth in the table. So after the start they made. Uh, I think progress has been made under this new manager. Okay, Liam, just let me stay with you to talk for a moment, and John, of course, about the European Championship draw, which was made yesterday. And we're in the same group as France, uh, the Netherlands, Greece, and Gibraltar. Uh, Most people here are saying it's a horror draw, the the worst draw we could have got. Stephen Kenny's fighting for his life already, according to a few commentators in the newspapers. Just, for, I give you my own view briefly. I think it could have been worse if we'd have got England, for example. I wouldn't have liked that. France have been losing games for fun. I wouldn't be too afraid of the Netherlands and Greece and Gibraltar. Wouldn't frighten me either. <laughs> but more importantly, Liam, what do you think? Hey, man, I think you better get in that dressing room and tell the players. <laughs> 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 France, France are the world champions. Uh, and, yeah, uh, they've got like, they've got a guy called Mbappe. I think it is a front yeah. for them. Uh, no, I mean it's a horror draw. You know, right. it's, it's one of the worst. It's one of the worst you could have got. However, you know, under Kenny. We haven't done too bad against the top teams, you know. Uh, So uh, (laughs) they've got it, you know, they've got nothing to lose. Uh, You know, to see us finish in the top two is very, very difficult to see. But what we want to see, uh, Eamon, is more improvement going on and and giving these teams a game and maybe nicking something off them and maybe getting a big scalp. That's what we want to see in this in, and it's great for the Irish fans to have these teams, you know, the French yes. team coming to Dublin and, and also the Dutch who are, who are on the up again. Yep. <laughs> our friend Van our friend Van Hal is doing a very good job with them. So yeah. uh, it, 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 it's an attractive group, put it that way, Eamon, but <laughs> very, very difficult, uh, very, very difficult for Stephen Kenny to get in the top two. Yeah, John, you know, we've... We're, I think we're improving still, but to as G, as Liam has pointed out, all our players virtually are in championship teams, and these are big, big footballing nations. France, Holland, of course, uh, being uh, the immediate problem. Before we come to Greece, and we should be okay against Gibraltar. What do you make of the draw, John? I think it's hard, Eamon. I think yeah. we're. I think we're bound to get two two hard teams in it. Yeah. Well, we, um, we were seeded a third seed, so we were, as you say, we were bound to. And it, yeah. I, I think England would have been worse, funny enough, than I, France have been getting some shocking results recently. And yeah. they're fighting with each other. And the Dutch tend to fight with each other as well. 
We'll, we'll keep our fingers crossed, Damon, that they keep fighting with each other. That'll do us nicely. Now, it's, it's on paper, Eamon, as we know, but it, it, like if you're looking at France and, and, and Holland and that, I mean, yeah. they, they are big beasts, you know. They are, yeah. Uh, but knows, you know, we like Stephen is getting his team together. We, I think we'd have a better chance of doing well than we have in the past. Yeah. Uh, and and in football, as we say, we never, we never know, you know, but it's fingers crossed, that's for sure. Okay, John and Liam, thank you both very much for joining us. Two great players, of course, that we could do with against these beasts. We're going to meet in the European Championship qualifiers. We're grateful to John and to Liam, to all of you for listening. That's all we have time for now. We'll talk to you soon. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.